Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who put the nut in health nut, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week I took a look at a topic that affects a lot of people who are just starting to exercise or who have been exercising for a while. It's what to do to reduce your chance of muscle cramps, and muscle soreness, and if you get muscle cramps and muscle soreness, what to do to relieve them. So, if that's something that interests you, check out last week's podcast. This week, I'm going to look at how to reduce your chance of dying. In the past, I've looked at how do you add life to your years? How are you more active as you age? This week, I want to look at just how do you decrease your chance of dying. In 1960, in the United States, life expectancy was 69.77 years. In 2019, it was all the way up to 78.79. That's up almost 10 years. However, it has gone down some in the past couple of years. And there's a lot of different explanations for why it has gone down in the past couple of years. But what I want to talk about is what can you do to decrease your chance of dying in the next 10 years? And you know me, probably my number one answer for everything is you need to exercise. So we're going to look at what does exercise do to decrease your chance of dying. And in addition, which is better, weightlifting or cardiovascular exercise? Well, it seems pretty obvious that cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death in the world. So you would think that if you improved your cardiovascular strength, that you would decrease your chance of dying from a heart attack. But it seems that the better shape you're in, it's not just your chance of having a heart attack. It's your chance of all causes of mortality, which includes everything from a heart attack to falling down a flight of stairs. So we're going to look at a lot of the statistics and some of the explanations for how being in better physical shape will help you stay alive in the next 10 years. The first study I want to look at is they took 122,000 people, which is a lot of people, and they did fitness testing on all 122,000 people. They divided them into four groups, the bottom 25% of Uh, physical ability, which was the low group. Then they had the below average group, which was 25%. And then the average group, which was 25%. And the fit group, which was 25%. Then they followed them for 10 years. And what they found was that if you could just improve yourself from the low to the below average group, you you don't have to become an elite athlete here to go from the low to the below average group, you decreased your chance of dying from any reason by 50%. Now, if you went all the way up to average, now we still, we're not talking extraordinary, you're just going up to average, you decrease your chance of dying in that 10-year period by 70%. And actually, the average age in the study, I forgot to mention that, was 58 when they started. So from ages 58 to 68, these people had a 70% chance, 70% greater chance of surviving for whatever reason if they just improved from the bottom uh, to average. So that's a pretty doable goal. 
However, this is talking about cardiovascular exercise. And cardiovascular exercise, we're talking about that. That's whenever you're going out and doing something to get your heart rate up, get your breathing rate up, and keep it that way for a while. You know, a good brisk walk. Um, some people think you have to go out and do crazy amounts of exercise, and you don't. A good brisk walk is good. And if you want to uh, go up from there, uh, three weeks ago I did a podcast on upping your walking game. So you can still walk, but you can even get more exercise that could help you move up in your fitness level. But what about strength training? I mean, it seems pretty obvious that if you work out and get your heart stronger, then you're going to be uh, less likely to die from a heart attack. But what about going out and lifting some weights? Does that help at all? And the short answer is yes. One large study did overall predictors of mortality, and they found that lack of muscular strength was actually the third leading predictor out of 10 for whether you were going to die early. And they found that low strength is directly related to dying from heart attack, stroke, respiratory uh, disease, cancer, and accidents. And also I want to point out, when it talks about strength, it's not overall strength, it's relative strength. So in all these studies, they have adjusted it to the strength that's expected from a 90-year-old is less than the strength that's expected from a 30-year-old. So it's not that you, if you are in your 70s and you think, well, there's no way I can lift as much as a 35-year-old, you're correct. But if you can lift as much as a 70-year-old should be expected to lift, then you get the, it confers the benefits that I'm talking about. Two different studies that involved over a million people for about 10 years found that being low in muscular strength was a better predictor of death than having high blood pressure. And another study of, this one study was 2 million people for 11 and a half years found that low strength gave you a 31% increase in all-cause mortality. Now, you may wonder, how in the world can being stronger, just being stronger, help you to live longer? Well, there's a lot of different things. If you're stronger, you've got more muscle mass. If you've got more muscle mass, you have more stored resources, especially your amino acids. So if you were to have an accident or even a surgery or have an illness, then your body has more resources to draw on that it can, be, it can work on healing itself. Also, having more muscle mass, um, as I discussed a couple of weeks ago, increases the function of your immune system. So that will allow you to fight off diseases better. Being stronger and all, by virtue of being stronger, you also are faster. It will help prevent a lot of accidents. If you can react quicker, if your balance is better, you're less likely to fall. You're less likely to um, step out in front of something. You, you are able to react quicker. So these are all things. Also, if you do have an accident, if you were to happen to fall, the increased strength supports your body and protects you from injury during that accident. So there's a lot of good reasons why having more muscular strength will prevent you from dying as young. So what do you have to do to get these benefits? 
because I know people are imagining that they're going to have to be in the gym their half their life, and that's why they're going to live longer. They won't have an accident because they're working out all the time. It's not so. It was a nine-year study that found that what the, the best protocol was two times of resistance training per week, and that lowered your chance of dying from any cause by 21%. But if you combine that with three times of cardiovascular training per week, that lowers your chance of dying all the way to 40%. And if you have listened to my podcast for any length of time, I recommend that you get in five days of exercise, 30 minutes a day, with two of those days being resistance training, which is exactly what the science says will allow you to have a a 40% greater chance of surviving the next 10 years over someone who does not get in this exercise. So it doesn't have to be that you're living in the gym, that you're working yourself to death, just the recommended daily guidelines of exercise and that will reduce your chance of dying and that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.